All right, we are accepting calls this hour from time travelers only. If you have traveled in time or you are presently a traveler to this time, then we want to hear from you. Otherwise, the phone lines are closed, but for that group, they are certainly open. Uh, with that in mind, uh, top of the morning to you on the wild card line. You are on the air. Hello. Hello. Infinite Fringe. What's going on? How's everybody doing? My name is Billy Ray Valentine. I'm glad the place isn't burnt. I told you guys not to burn the place down when I was gone. And you followed my directions. I'm very, very appreciative. That way I can have people over. What's up, Matt Landman? Matt Landman is here with me, ladies and gents. Coming back, returning to the Infinite Fringe. He uh, found his way here. I, I don't know how he did it, but he did it. And he is back. Sir, it's always a pleasure to speak to you and uh, and, and trade trade ideas you know, the whole deal. What is going on? Welcome back to The Fringe, brother. How you doing? Hey, Billy Ray Valentine. It's a pleasure. I love uh, connecting with you every chance that I can get. And some of the things that we're going to talk about today are going to be mind-blowing. So it's really important that the listeners tune in and at least open their minds to the possibilities of what we discussed today. All right, man. Very important to keep an open mind. Write everything down. Research it for yourself. Um... Uh, a lot of people want information handed to them, ready-made, right? And uh, that's not the way this works. You, you, you uh, take what is said, you research it, and you figure it out for yourself. And then you come back and tell us if we screwed up, right? And, uh, and we'll be more than happy to take that into advisement and, can, and change things, right? And, and, and try to produce a better product as a result. That's what we want to do here at The Fringe. That's what Maddie wants to do. Hey, listen, we were talking a little bit off air. Actually, we talked quite a bit off air. We probably should have recorded all that for the, for the show. <laughs> but um, but we, we did talk about Mr. Bill Gates really quickly. And and, uh, and the subject of, of him trying to block out the sun came up. Now, this is news to me. All right. And, and probably to a lot of the people that are listening. So I asked you, I was like, we, we have to break this down on the podcast. You have to give me some background on this shit. And then take me where you were going to take me as a result. Go ahead, buddy. It's all you. Oh yeah, it's it's everyone here is involved, and so it's very interesting. And I've been given this so much thought because I'm the I'm the chemtrail guy, right? I made the movie Frankenskies. If you haven't seen it, I made a movie called Frankenskies. Check it out, Frankenskies.com. Um, also, Frankenskiesthemovie.com. I was able to get both those sites locked in. I'm so excited about all the websites I've been able to figure out recently during all this COVID nonsense. Because I mean, if we're gonna get if everyone's going to be inside on the internet, you know, we got to be spreading that truth. So Bill Gates, it's so fascinating because it, we're in a war of frequency and they control us through fear, you know, and we can lose hope so easily when we're entrenched in fear and when we're, you know, basically backed into a corner and this fight or flight is triggered and we don't even realize our animal instincts are there, but we cannot rally together and, and find that hope when we're separated and divided and everything is so 
mis like so convoluted and the the misinformation campaigns that have existed recently over the past year have been staggering everyone is is upside down on the misinformation disinformation agenda so we've got bill gates the boogeyman and it's so incredibly diabolical right what the media and the powers that behind the scenes what they're doing because they want us to be in fear and they want us to be in hate and to have this boogeyman so they've got Bill Gates, and he says he's going to, you know, vaccinate and, and drops these depopulation agenda things. And people that are wisening up are like slamming him on his, on his Instagram, for instance, saying we're not going to take your your injection, your depopulation. You know, uh, like the guy's a globalist and he says that the population needs to reduce by 15 percent. He says it publicly. Right. Right. Be- behind these vaccines. He's now the number one farmland owner in the United States which is very interesting as this idea of a food shortage comes into the consciousness through the media and the controlled alternative media and all these things that are planted in the consciousness. Like we are the co-creator manifestors. We're the ones in charge on a spiritual level or just like where you put your money or whatever. Like we are in charge of what happens in our world, you know, like what we let happen happens and what we like make happen happens. And if what what we, where your, where your energy attention flow, Attention goes where energy flows, whatever that one is. But either way, now we're wrapped up in this fear of Bill Gates. Right. And also worth noting is he bought up the Canadian rail. He's the number one rail owner in Canada. So it's like the infrastructure, the channels of distribution for the food. If you start to think about like how could the food be messed with and our food prices go through the roof. And I think that that, that weather engineering attack on Austin, Texas that happened about a month ago now that was an experiment to see what, what could be done if you mess with the channels of distribution by icing the, the highways and the grocery stores were empty. Hmm. It didn't last too long, but it was, an, it was, a, it was definitely a test. And it, the, the catastrophe was engineered through manipulation of the jet stream. And if you don't think the weather can be engineered, just watch my movie Frankenskies because it starts off in 1920s. By the time it gets to the 40s, it's self-evident that the weather is engineered by the powers that be, you right. know, the at U.S. military industrial complex. So Bill Gates... This is admitted at this point too, brother. It's admitted. admitted. So go ahead. So Bill Gates is... And and all this information comes through the media sources, right? So it's fascinating that they tell us these certain things. They don't have to tell us that Bill Gates is trying to depopulate. They don't have to tell us that Bill Gates is trying to block our son. You know, they can do this covertly, but they want us to have a boogeyman, a Mr. Burns, someone to like hate... (laughs) and be afraid of and in hate and fear we're not going to rally together in hope and love you know what i'm saying we're going to be scared we're going to be hand sanitizing and double masking and hiding inside of our houses listening to this guy you know and who is he he's what a a a computer software developer type into google anybody that hasn't done this type into google who is the most powerful doctor in the world Hmm. see what happens I'm and doing Google, it right now. Keep talking. Who's the most powerful doctor in the world? See what Google has to say. It's fascinating because the the results come up and that person's name is not, he ain't no doctor, dude. The control mechanisms of Google are telling us Ooh. that the name is <laughs> Bill Gates, right? Look at that. Boom, is, is that on camera right there? Look at okay. that. Yeah, Mr. Bill camera. Gates. I can verify. Right. Everybody do this at home right now. Just do it at home. I mean. I mean, what is that? What is that? So now... How did you stumble onto this? Would you wake up one morning and would like, let me, let me type this meme, into Google? Bro. 
No, it was a meme. I, I love my Facebook network. Please, Matt Landman on Facebook. Dope. And it's, it's a dying platform. Uh, I mean, I've got about 60,000 followers, but I get thrown in Facebook jail for even talking about COVID, right. even talking about is it, is it real or not? You know what I'm saying? So, but what I've realized is the more that the snake shows itself, the more that the people wake up. You know, it's like, wait, Matt got censored because he said the word COVID. Obviously, something is interesting here. Maybe I'm going to open my mind to this. And I mean, the more that they do, the more that they show themselves, the more that the darkness shows itself, the more that the light realizes that there's light and dark. And the more that these seeds that have been planted awaken, they they come to fruition, they blossom, they germinate. Because we've been, as these, as a truther, you and I, brother, we've been planting seeds, planting seeds, planting seeds, planting right. seeds. You know, and maybe they'll grow, maybe they won't. But now the soil is so fertile, brother. It's like everything is there. The the sun is beating down, the rain, the the temperature, the nutrients, the minerals. The soil is fertile, and all those seeds are gonna awaken now because they're giving us the soil that we need. And thank them very much. I try to thank them, even though I'm I'm pissed off. <laughs> so now, so now behind the scenes and like in like minimal media exposure. A few years ago, it was surfacing, and there's articles you can type in, Bill Gates, sugar daddy, geoengineering. Bill Gates is the sugar daddy of geoengineering. And geoengineering is the concept coming into the mainstream now, which is very fascinating, of dimming the sun by spraying chemicals in front of the sun, which has been happening for a while. It's called chemtrails, but a lot of people don't want to think that's real. But the media is now telling us it's going to be real in the future mm. and bill gates is the funding not bill gates melinda gates foundation but actual personally his rich ass is funding harvard and specifically this guy david keith out of canada to do this research to go up in a balloon to spray in front of the sun to dim the sky to save us from the heating of the planet because we're all going to be underwater soon because the ice caps whatever whatever which i don't play the game i don't even think it's real I've lived at zero sea level for quite some time, and, and the sea levels haven't risen at all. There's erosion in some places. Certain islands are eroding. Certain beachfront properties erode. And what, but zero sea level is zero sea level is zero sea level, and it has not risen. And no one's going to convince me otherwise. And even if the planet does heat up because of heat waves created through harp technology, chemtrail spraying, weather manipulation, all these things, geoengineering Literally, you blanket the sky with different things and you're going to create a greenhouse effect. Remember that thing, the greenhouse effect? That's what they're doing to us to tell us that it's happening and that they need to fix it right. by geoengineering. They think they're going to somehow slow down this, but they're actually making it happen and saying that they're not doing it and saying that they need that to fix the problem that they're making. So Bill Gates is this guy behind the scenes funding this research to spray chemicals in front of the sun as an experiment to dim the skies. So this experiment was supposed to happen in Tucson two years ago. And I went down to Tucson, Arizona. I actually moved from Canada to Arizona. Been friends with you most of the time telling you about it. Right. And I had this big conference. And, I, and the place was packed. It was amazing. It was at the University of, University of Arizona. which that, And they have this huge geoengineering program. I think the biggest in the nation. And I went there to the belly of the beast and had this conference, and the place was packed from people all throughout the United States because I did a lot of promotions leading into it, went on coast to coast, and right when I started the conference, I said, who here is from Arizona? And nobody 
was from Arizona. <laughs> Everybody came from out of state to fly down to the Mexican border to, to learn about this sky dimming experiment, this normalization of chemtrails, and to put in their you know, say and to say, no, we had a protest the next day on Mother's Day for, mothers, for Mother Earth. And the experiment that's supposed to happen, it didn't happen. Mm. It was put on hiatus for a couple of years. And then all of a sudden, the mainstream media, New York Times, everyone, this past October 2020, October, November 2020, uh, not to mention, just to pause, Bill Gates did a Event 201, which was a scenario of a, of a COVID virus, through, ran through a supercomputer. And he did this with like world leaders and all this and ran this whole uh, scenario, uh, like war game scenario right. against a COVID virus. And he did it in November uh, 2019 right before all this nonsense happened so bill gates is and, and they're letting us know they don't this is not like leaked information they let us know this which is really weird i think they want us to to like wake up and then fight them and then lose some like brutal battle because yeah. well, you, it's you not can, about you can still go not, to to the website and 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 see uh the simulations and the videos that they put together they're still there it was in october i remember because yeah. because I, I had done shoot the moon here in new york the conference that i put on and it was cool. days removed, like literally across town, they were doing that. And I was in this room with Crow, <laughs> with Crow 777, Jason Lindgren, Wayne McCroy, John Brissom, and uh, Mark Devlin. You know, we were doing a, a, a conference there. And little did we know that the world would change forever just, a, just a, a few months after that, man. It was crazy. And it was being planned right across town. Go ahead, sir. Oh, wow. And I love all those guys. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know you're Jason, all you're related to Jason, all of them. Jason Pro, Wayne, yeah. and Mark. Um, and Bill Gates behind that one. And they let us know, and they keep the the information up. It's I've I've been thinking about it so much. Like, why Bill Gates is the boogeyman for the truth or community? They're trying to get us all riled up in anger and hate and fear. Yeah. You know, it's a frequency war, and they really can control us if we're in a certain frequency. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right. And it's a spiritual battle. They want us to get. They want us to get like strapped. They want us to get armed and then end up fighting each other over some like Soros race war thing. But like last time we did a show, it was leading into the election. They had us thinking that we were going to war. They had us thinking we had to buy guns and stuff. And what happened? None of that. But people still have those guns. So <laughs> yeah. mind you, right. Bill Gates, now just a few months ago, Bill Gates was ran through the media during this whole ramp up of him being the boogeyman with, around the COVID vaccine and all this other stuff and the land ownership thing that's going to come to play, I'm sure. Okay. And now he's, they were going to do this experiment. Okay. So let's just back up last October, November, all through the mainstream media, Bill Gates is going to block the sun. Bill Gates is going to block the sun. And it got really big on social media and I was blown away. I was like, okay, well, I don't need to tell anybody anymore because this is what I was screaming from the rooftops like three years ago, right. going on all these shows and trying to tell the world and people rolling their eyes at me. Now it's mainstream media. Bill Gates is going to block the sun. They're going to do this experiment in Karuna, northern Sweden. And they're going to do it this summer when the, in a time uh, in June when um, the sun does not set. So they're gonna go to northern Sweden in a place where the sun doesn't even go down. They're gonna go in front of the sun with a high-tech balloon with Sweden's like NASA, and they're gonna spray chemicals, some chalk dust, they say, to see if it works. But before, when they were first gonna do the experiment, they had these different things they were gonna spray. One of them was variable sizes of nanoparticulate, oxidized, aerosolized aluminum, which aluminum is what they've been spraying for 20, 30 years. Basically, they're trying to sidestep decades of treason 
by doing it publicly and saying, hey, look, we need this to fix your problem. And everyone goes, oh, yay, I guess so. Greta's in Sweden. She wouldn't <laughs> let us down. And then, and that's what's crazy. They have this controlled opposition there, too, that's like, oh, but we need to govern this. And there needs to be governance if you're going to do this. Right. And so Bill Gates, Harvard, going to Sweden, and I was going to go protest it, right? Well, guess what? I can't even enter Sweden because I'm an American. Because they have this weird lockdown over there and they won't let people in from different countries that are that are COVID uh, bad boys. And right. we're a COVID bad boy globally, you know. Hashtag um, COVID, uh, COVID bad boy. Hashtag COVID bad boy. <laughs> yeah, I just made that up. Good. Okay, so, Go ahead. So anyways, so then the whole world, and I'm like literally taking these like boiling hot like Epsom salt baths, like trying to figure this out. I'm like, yo, they're like, they want the world to hate Bill Gates. They want him to be this like evil guy. What are they going to do? Like stage an assassination and then be like, oh, chemtrail truther people are crazy. And then every, and then the world's like, it's just, it's weird. And I'm trying to figure out what exactly that they're doing. And I've been spending a lot of time like meditating on it. Definitely, they want everyone to think that Bill Gates is the boogeyman and that he was going to block your son. Well, just one week ago, all the mainstream media says, and this was even bigger news than the news that he was going to block the sun. Right. Now the news is that the sun blocking experiment is canceled, right? So you don't even know anything about this, maybe. And now the Washington Post, USA Today, Economist, Bill Gates is not going to block the sun anymore. <laughs> so, wow, that's a big headline, yeah. right? Especially if you're a normal person waiting in line for your third COVID vaccine, right? You're like, oh, Bill Gates isn't going to block the sun now. <laughs> I didn't even know he was, but that's good news because I don't think he should block the sun, right? But it's this play and you're, you're getting played. So you ever heard the phrase, um, any publicity is good publicity? Right, right. Well, guess what? Now the whole world is having this conversation and they're like, oh, well, they're actually doing the right thing. They're going to take the time to do the research. And the opposition in Sweden is like, well, if you're going to dim the sun all over the planet, there needs to be governance. Dude, who's going to govern it? The U.S. military industry, I mean, the, the people that run the WHO, the, the IMF, like all these different behind the scenes, the, the World Monetary Fund, like, I mean, the International Monetary Fund, the World Bank, they're all run by the United States. You guarantee you the geoengineering people are going to be us, the people that have been doing it, not us, but, you know, I know the they. Heard. Yeah, the, the government. Everyone hates that word, they. So now they're saying they're going to postpone until 2022. Well, I was actually praying to God that they would postpone it because I did not, I do not have the resources or, you know, I mean, let's just be real. I can't go to Sweden right now. I can't stop them. I, I don't have the, the money or the people or anything. And I, I, I need, we need time to rally together in love somehow, you know, like I'd love to guillotine Bill Gates, but it's got to be out of love. You know, we can't do it out of fear because that's not going to work. It's not the hate and fear is not going to work. Right. Like we could all come together with our AR, AK, whatever's. Yo, the the U.S. has stealth stealth bombers, man. You know, we're not going to be able to fight the way that the old world fought. Right. But I do believe we're in the process of like some sort of like ascension spiritually of some sort. I don't know what it is. I don't. I can't see the future. Like, are I mean. I have no clue, but I do know that we're in the midst of something. And also what's really crazy is we're entering into a whole new world. I've been trying to live my old paradigm in this new paradigm, 
and I've been racking my head and all these things are totally different. Where I live right now, I can't even host a conference or movie screening. And I'm like, I got to host a conference and a movie screening. Things are changing and they're changing rapidly. So I've been focusing on more helping these um, small pod schools get together. I'm in Ashland, Oregon, and they have like online schools and they have the kids going to school wearing masks and they're going to end up what force vaccinating them and they can't even be within six feet or what now three feet of each other, but whatever, they got to wear masks all day. Mm -hmm. And honestly, the bus comes through the neighborhood. It drops off the kids at home at 1030 a.m., bro. The parents, the parents are like totally all in a, they have to homeschool all their kids. Everyone's upside down. One of the parents, like it's one of the parents has to stay home and homeschool. Everything's twisted and backwards now. So we have to learn how to create a new world in this new paradigm. So there's these little pods sprouting up that are like 15 kids and they get to, you know, be normal and like no one's dying. Surprise, surprise. And they're not wearing masks. And there's like little tiny schools, basically like homeschooled, but not. And they're sprouting up on farms and little things in this. And I'm, I'm helping at least do that and do things Super in cool. the real world. Right. I hosted a protest recently. Yo, I hosted a protest recently, put a lot of time and energy into it, right. and Antifa came and crashed my protest, man. Antifa people. <laughs> my gosh. Three guys wearing black masks, wearing all black, in my town that just got burned down by Antifa. 2,200 homes got burned, and, I'm, and these arsonists were all related to this whole Antifa thing this last year, right before the election. These assholes came into my protest with like 30 signs that said, anti-maskers make me sick, anti-maskers are neo-Nazis, My God. Uh, Q, yeah. Q conspiracy, anti-maskers are neo-Nazi scum. Like they, they were pounding in all these, these signs. And like I got in this huge altercation, bro, it was, it was totally freaking insane. And we ended up having a protest like on top of them, like amongst <laughs> them. And the police, the police were there and like it was just, it's a new world, bro. It's a whole new world. Yeah, no, and we're just we're just having to to figure it all out. So I wanna ask you how well, first of all, I'm really happy to hear that everything in, in your world is not completely falling apart and bless you, um, and you deserve it. But some some people's worlds are just like crumbling amongst all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I wanna ask how you're doing. How's New York? How's the fam? What's up? <laughs> well, you know everything is good. Uh, thank the Lord. Good. Thank the Lord. He's treating me better than I deserve. I like to say opened up a ton of doors for me, you know, and, and I've walked through them. Right. And uh, and we're going to open up some more. Right. And if they don't open up, we're going to kick them down. You and me, Maddie, and a couple of other people, you I know, we're going to kick them down and 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 uh, and, uh, and walk through those doors, too. Right. And um, now, nah, man, things in New York are. I mean, I guess they're better. You know, I mean. I mean, they're better on the surface, I guess, right? Like, I mean, people are out now. That's cool. Right. The spirit of the city is alive right. in yeah. spring. Uh -huh. I love the spirit of that city, bro. Right, right, like, right. you know, Ghostbusters, you seen those movies? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, the spirit of New York. <laughs> it's amazing. It's it a, is. It's it a is. palpable, tangible thing. It's a lovely, I love it. It's and an I want incredible place, man. I, I hope it gets back to where it used to be. And if it does, come to New York. Do it. Come once in yeah. your life because it's you'll never find another place like it. Come to New York. Hit me up if you're here, man. I'll be your tour, your okay. tour guide for it. No, not you, Maddie. You can hit me up whenever. I'm talking about everybody no, else I, when they come over here. Cool. Um, hit yeah, me I've been up there a bunch. And, well, you've, been, you've been to New York. But, well, you know what? What I want yeah, to tell I grew you up is, in what's that, buddy? 
I grew up in DC, so I was there a bunch. I, I was just in DC. Um, we were, cool. you know, f- filming a documentary on on mind manipulation, and uh, you mentioned a couple of things that I want to get your thoughts on. But before we do that, I'm just gonna give you a quick breakdown. So people are out, you know, and uh, and they're eating and they're going out socially. A lot of people wear masks, you know, but um, some people don't. And uh, the the resist the resistance against that, which was heavy earlier on, is you know, it's not as much. Some people will still tell you, yo, put your mask on, you know, or six feet, you know, back up. But, um, fuck that shit. A lot of people don't give a damn. They just don't, you know? And I try, I try to lead by example. You know, the, the, I was in the elevator the other day. I was about to open, I mean, get into the elevator and a friend of mine was coming in and she was like, uh, um, no, let, let, let the elevator go. I'm like, why? She's like, because I don't have a mask. I'm like, you just come inside, man. Come on. I'm like, and she was yeah. like, really? I'm like, me, yeah, man. I'm like, come on, let's go, let's go. And she did, and it was give fine. me a kiss while you're at it. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> you know, it's no big <laughs> deal. Like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'm not not to not to minimize anybody that died from this thing. I do know people that passed away from this thing. You know, but people pass away from a lot of things. You know, it's a they've blown this completely out of proportion, in my view, Maddie. Right, and that's why we're here. But um, it, it's uh. It's getting better. It's getting better, you know. Um, but what I do want to do is I, I, I want to help you in some way, shape, or form. Maybe we can do a joint conference somewhere in uh, somewhere in one of these open states, Texas or Florida. Maybe we we'll go back to Arizona. I don't know. But uh, I'd like to get one of those things done this year. Don't know how realistic that is, but I'd like to do it. Um, now, now to circle back to... Uh, couple of the things that you were saying, unless you got anything else for me. Um, that would be amazing. A, a truth or picnic has always been a vision of mine. I live in a state that borders Idaho, and Idaho is supposedly really cool, but let's let's feel it out. And maybe if any of your listeners out there live in a town that's not completely mind-controlled and whatnot, then let's do it. Let's let's find somewhere. There's people all over the United States, I'm realizing. We just got to find a cool place to go. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and, and we can we can bring out a couple of our friends, man, and, and have a conference and and chill, mm-hmm. you know, with the with the people, and that sounds fantastic. I'd love to do it, and I want to do it this year. Um, excuse me. Um, so, you were talking a little bit about how it's a new ball game, right? And I think it's a new ball game, even for us, for the for the quote unquote truth or community, for the for the alternative media, the whole deal. It's a it's a new ball game. You were talking about guns, right? And how all these people went and got guns, and you know. Um, I don't know if we did it here on the fringe or if we did it for unplugged, but we were talking about it not too long ago and how these, these gun uh, rushes, everybody rushes to get guns. When a Democrat gets into office, he's going to take all your freaking guns and everybody runs and gets the guns. Right. At this point, I don't know if the new world order or the elite or whatever care that we have guns or not. First off, they got a ton of crap, right? So do they care that we have guns? And second, why would they care that we have guns if they've completely colonized our minds, right? Completely. You know, and you were talking about Bill Gates being, you know, the boogeyman and the new dude. That, that, that's a form of mind control. We all point to Bill Gates, not that he's not complicit in some of this shit, right? But um, where does it go from there? Is he the main man? Yeah, absolutely not. You know, there's something else, right? There's something else. But, but uh, what do you think about uh, psychological warfare? And it's been going on for a long time, but I think they've stepped it up, Maddie. I think that's the that's the thing right now. You know, when we talk mm-hmm. about, you know, 
Antifa comes out, what's Antifa? The left, right? And then QAnon comes out, what's that? That's the right. <laughs> it's different names for the same freaking thing, right? And of course, they're weaponized and they're far left and far right. But this is what it's become. There's no middle ground anymore. We used to be in the middle. There is no middle. There is left and right. And everybody thinks the other is, uh, is sacrificing babies to the altar of Moloch. You know? And, and, and this is all mind warfare in my, in, in my view. You know, so when you bring up Bill Gates and you bring up the fact that they've been manipulating in the news when, you know, oh my God, he's going to block out the sun. He's going to block out the sun. The sun. He's not going to do it right now. He's going to do it in 2022, but it's kind of like conditioning you to accept the fact that he's going to block out the sun. Right? It's just, it's just a way of, of working you in your mind. I think that's the best way to go about it. I think that's what they've realized, it, and they're doing that. This brick-and-mortar stuff doesn't work anymore. These, these, uh, these, hot, these hot wars with guns, they don't work anymore. People don't want that. But when people think they're acting on their own accord, when people think that they're doing what they feel they need to do, but in all actuality they're not, then they got you. I think I, I, that's where I am right now. Tell me something, Matty. You nailed it on the head, brother. And I wanted to finish the thought really quick, and then I'll circle back. No problem. There's this thing, there's this thing called nostalgic programming. Okay, So if you ask someone, and the thing is, the thing about being a truther or whatever you want to call yourself, having an open mind means you can set your ego aside and change your mind. Okay? Like, absolutely. What's a good example? I grew up in DC. I had the most hood friends. There's no way I would ever like be into crystals or astrology, right? I totally would talk so much shit about <laughs> astrology and, right. and crystal stuff, bro. But like, I, I don't have a crystal right here I can pull into frame, but those things are pretty cool. And astrology is real. And it's like, I changed my mind on a subject. I mean, right when I saw 9-11, I definitely didn't think it was, you know what I'm saying, an inside job. Neither and just, did I. You know, you, you can open your mind and change. And, but that's just the programming, especially for men. Mothers, mothers like have this defense mechanism. They can like ch change their mind because the world might be out to get their kid and they'll open their minds up pretty easy if you explain to them like the fluoride in your water or whatever. Like they're they have this motherly instinct of protection and there they don't have that ego really getting in the way as much I've noticed. But a lot of the men out there and a lot of the people in general, they're easily programmed because they don't want to think that they were bamboozled and their ego is like, no, you were right. You were right. You're never wrong. Once you decide on something, it's concrete. And for me, it doesn't have to be concrete. Right. It really doesn't. It, it just does not. So for instance, the moon landing, Okay, even when presented with maybe that was total nonsense, people are like, no, that's a part of my life. Yeah. It's nostalgia. It's nostalgic. It's nostalgic programming. And it's been happening for a while, but you're right. They've turned it up now that it is a mind control game. It's all about, they'll tell you in plain sight that the flu is gone. They'll tell you in plain sight that the masks don't work. But they're like, we're not going to enforce it either. But what are you going to do? And people will get in fear and they'll freaking flip out on you because you don't have a mask on and they start policing other people. That's the game that they want. They want right. this policing of others. So the nostalgic aspect of the Bill Gates thing is, oh, here's the, here's the situation. Okay. And, and mind you, we are in, all of us are in a 
we're being we've been triggered into a trauma-induced state where we are in flight or fight. Something could happen next. We have no idea. They're going to come over and tell us we need to get vaccinated or there's another plague or whatever. We're in a place where we could easily be conditioned now. So whatever we're throwing at us, it's way easier because we're in this frequency to be controlled. So they tell us Bill Gates is going to block the sun. While we're in this condition, they tell us Bill Gates is going to block the sun. Then they say Bill Gates is not going to block the sun. Then maybe three years down the line, they say something else. We have been now involved. It's nostalgic. Oh, I remember that was during COVID. And that's part of, I remember when they said that. And I remember when they said that. And when you talk to people that are totally brainwashed and you try to get some truth into them, they're like, oh, they've been doing that for all a while. Or, oh, I heard about that. Or, oh, I heard they weren't going to do that. Or, oh, I remember when they said they weren't going to do that. It's part of this. It's getting you involved. Okay. So you're involved through the, the, it's not just, you know, that, you know, the whole phrase, we're all into this together. Yeah. We're all in this together. The massive mind control experiment, all of us, we all are to see how we're going to react. Right. And your question, do they care if they, if we have guns, they want us armed to the teeth, bro. That's what I'm realizing more and more and more. For real, they're going to tell us that Trump is not going to leave and that there's going to be like a fight and all this. For real, they're going to be like, oh, we're going to take all your guns. You better get strapped and people are, the gun sales go through the roof and all this stuff. The, the media that's telling you that the guns are going to be taken are controlled. Very okay, good. like the degree to the, con- like the, the control mechanisms and why do they want us armed to the teeth? Well, it's pretty, pretty clear that they want us hating each other in some race war. In Chicago right now, I just read the paper yesterday. Dude, I read the paper every single day just to laugh and to, to tell my girlfriend, like, this is a South Park episode, <laughs> and to literally pick the, look, dude, when they said when they said anal swabs, I was like, yo, that was a South, South Park, Park episode. Was, it not, was that not an episode already? Or, they, or, or, or am, I, am I crazy? Because they did do episodes similar to that. Yeah. I mean, like, straight up. It's straight up. We got to laugh. <laughs> we got to laugh like we're in a Comedy Central like episode. But now that everybody has guns and you look at the newspaper and the media is hyping up a release of a 13-year-old black kid getting killed in Chicago yeah. by a police officer. They're hyping up the release of a video. They're not, they're not like, oh, it's going to be in court or whatever. It's on the front page and it's hyping this, hyping like the Antifa aspect and the George, like, like, like if you can really take a step back, take a big step back. And I don't know if we talked about it on the last show, but this has to be mentioned. People were wearing masks at the very beginning of all this, holding signs that say, I can't breathe. Okay. That's like putting on a blindfold and holding a sign saying, I can't see, but not having any realization that the two are connected. Very obviously they're connected. You have a blindfold over your eyes and you have a sign that say you can't see, but you are being told that you're representing some just thing that's totally unrelated and that one is one thing and one is the other for your own safety and for the good of humanity. You're being told this by the media machine, dude. I think that this stuff got planned out a long, long time ago. There's no way any of it could work if we didn't have smartphones, if we didn't have all this integrated like relationship with one another through the internet and everything like that. They tried to pull this stuff off in the 80s or 90s. There'd be, there'd be towns and countries that had no idea. 
right. you know what I'm saying? So, so just to segue in, and okay, the COVID story is, is there's so many different theories, right. all right? And one thing I do know is the masks, the one-time use medical masks, I did some research on this, and this information is right there, very easily accessible. You can type in to the internet, P-T-F-E masks. Stands for polytetrafluoroethylene. That's what PTFE stands for. Right. And it's, it's, it's this, this thin membrane that is in these one-time-use surgical masks. One-time-use surgical masks are meant to be put on during surgery while they got someone cut wide open so they don't sneeze inside of someone and they're thrown away. It has nothing to do with filtering out viruses or anything like that. These one-time-use medical masks from China, they come with a membrane as their filter made out of polytetrafluoroethylene. Polytetrafluoroethylene is synthetic fluoride. Hmm. Okay, so these fluoride masks could potentially be off-gassing fluoride, and people could every time you see or wear a blue medical mask, you could potentially just be huffing in a little bit of off-gassing fluoride. Right? It's the same reason why you shouldn't cook on a Teflon pan. So, I hate to break it to anybody, but please ditch those Teflon pans right. because they're dangerous. You can go to the steel ones. Or um, stainless steel is what I like, but people also like those cast iron, you know, there's porcelain and whatnot as well. And the thing is, is there's a dangerous combination, and it's, it's a toxic combo, but it also seems very premeditated. It's the mixing of fluoride and aluminum in your body. Hmm. So when Alcoa or any big uh, processing smelting plant, whenever they process and make, whenever aluminum is made, you know, they take raw aluminum, they melt it down, they get the aluminum out, and they make cans or whatever they do with the aluminum. There's byproducts that get melted off. Toxic byproducts. Right. Okay. And one of the toxic hazardous, uh, uh, hazardous waste byproducts of creation from the aluminum industry is fluoride. And the fluoride is supposed to be buried in bladders or disposed of one way or another, but it's actually put into drinking water and what have you. When you get, or toothpaste. Right. Right. Or or made in these masks and whatnot. When you get fluoride in your system, it's actually not good for your teeth. Drinking fluoride water, it goes right by your teeth, goes into your stomach, doesn't go to your teeth, doesn't do anything to your teeth. It gets in your stomach and it causes neuro problems, problems with your brain can also cause fluorosis, which is big problems with your teeth and bones and stuff. And it's 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 really I've I've not experienced it myself. But my um, ex-girlfriend, her, her little daughter had fluorosis from mm. having too much baby formula with fluoride in it. And literally, it messes your teeth up and your bone, your bone aches. It's a really nasty thing. And you become actually allergic to fluoride. So you can't have any little bit or you go through this horrible experience. So when fluoride gets in your bloodstream, it can bypass your blood-brain barrier and go to your brain. And what it does is it pulls aluminum. If you have any aluminum in your bloodstream, it pulls it past the blood-brain barrier, which right. it usually cannot do. And the two things bond together. They have a chemical reaction in your brain. It leads to Alzheimer's and dementia and all that stuff. Well, where's the aluminum coming from? It's in these vaccines. It's in all sorts of vaccines, not just the new ones, which I can't even call a vaccine. And we can talk about that. That's yeah, let's talk therapy. a little bit about that, man. That's crazy. But go yeah. ahead. Continue. The aluminum gets in your system. It mixes with the fluoride. The two things, chemical reactions. There's aluminum in the aerosol components of the chemtrails, weather modification programming, geoengineering programs that's going on right now. Aluminum in deodorants, aluminum in certain foods, aluminum in the vaccines, and we need to learn how to not get aluminum and fluoride in our systems. 
don't accept those one-time use medical masks. Get a cloth one and wash it, you know, so you don't get too much bacteria, especially when it starts to get cold out and whatnot. But yeah, these vaccines, usually, okay, so usually I don't like vaccines. I don't like vaccines because of the adjuvants. Right. The normal vaccines have an isolated virus, let's say malaria or some flu variant or chicken whatever. Chicken or something, right, got it. And chicken pox or something. And what they do is they supposedly they take this virus and they go into it at a, at a very uh, molecular, uh, you know, zoom in on it and they cripple it so it can't like totally mess you up when you get it injected into you, but your body can still recognize it. So they give you a version of the, of malaria or the chicken pox or whatever, and they put an adjuvant in there, which the adjuvants are the pro- biggest problem. Like it'll be thimerosal or polysorbate 80 or a bunch of aluminum. And what that does is it triggers an immune response by giving you a little bit of poison. And that little bit of poison, then your body's like, oh, there's an immune response. I better get upset. There's, I'm getting invaded by some virus or something. And then it sees the chicken pox and you create an immune response to it because it's like, okay, I know what that is now. That's basically, I explained it pretty well right. what, a, what a vaccine is. In plain English. Okay. These new injections... Um, from Moderna and all these other companies. Mind you, all these other companies are coming up with a vaccine all at once. You know how long it takes to create a vaccine? It's got to go through stage one, stage two, stage three uh, uh, human trials. Okay, pardon me, human trials. They test it on humans, and it's got to be approved by the FDA, and oftentimes they don't get approved, and the stock will crash, and whatever. You know, it's just like a, a fact of life. There's no way that all these different companies were able to come up with a vaccine in this amount of time too right quickly and have months. it approved all at once and have it all approved all 10 at once to 15 years be- normally or something like that 15 years brother yes. they did it in months yes several different companies they, anyway go ahead they first they, yeah and i have a, a background in this because i studied so much stocks and biotechs and stuff through my life i've had such a diverse life but a lot of it was in finance mm-hmm. and you, you see these things happen all the time it takes a decade and then in the stage two or stage three you know, they don't show enough safety and the FDA says, no, you can't come out with that thing. And the company, you know, struggles because of it, but it happens all the time. And in this situation, no one was not approved. Like everyone was approved all at once and no one has isolated the virus. So wait, none of these vaccines have the virus in it with the adjuvants like vaccines usually are. It's not like that at all. They're trying to create this new idea, which is this, like, it's a gene therapy thing where you have to come regularly to get injected with things that alter your DNA and alter your mRNA. And eventually they'll be introducing, um, nanotech and whatnot to kind of take over and run your immune system because your God given immune system is somehow so, um, let's just say that they're trying to say that our immune system now is not as good as technology, right? But it, it's been working pretty well up to this point, if you could ask, if you ask me. So I don't know, um, I don't know where everyone else is at on this, but if you do the research and you really start to take a look at it, I, for instance, will never get this thing, but if you're on the fence, it'd be much better to sit on the sidelines and see how all this pans wait, out. Wait, yeah. Not to mention, it doesn't even seem like the, the, that the COVID is that much of a thing to be afraid of if you're a healthy yeah. person. You know, right, right, right. And if you're not a healthy person, if you're not a healthy person, I don't know about getting injected with an experimental vaccine as it is. So I want to segue just really quick while I'm talking about this. And you're on your phone right now, Billy. Let's talk about the phone bag that I sent you in the mail. 
you are the worst. I want to go back and talk about some of that stuff that you just said, okay. but let's talk about the foam bag. I'm, I'm going to show it right now. Look at this thing. It's beautiful, first off. It's very classy, right? Um, it says Spiro on the bottom in beautiful, beautiful script. And it, it, it's, it's just a trendy-looking a trendy bag. So Matt has been nice enough to send me some of this stuff, right? And uh, he sent me the first bag, I think, that he made. And it was great to the point where I wasn't even getting text. I remember going to work and slipping my phone in and leaving it there. And I'm like, damn, I, I didn't get any text. I didn't get any. <laughs> Typically, my phone is, is going off. I got, I'm on a lot of group text and there's school stuff going on and a bunch of other stuff, right? Soon as I take it out the bag, brrr, I get bombarded with a ton of different texts. And I was like, wow, that's how good this thing works, right? So then I got a new phone, right? I had to, I had to upgrade my phone. And uh, it stopped. Where'd you get? What kind of phone? The, uh, well, I, I've always had iPhones. For, uh, I've, right, so I, well, new for iPhone. years, I've had, I've had iPhones. I've ha I have had Androids before, but it's been iPhones for a long time now. Um, yeah, so I got the new iPhone at the time. It was the 11. They got the 12 now. And um, it kept, um, it didn't make a difference at this point for some reason with the bag. I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, okay. Um, so I mentioned it to Maddie, and uh, he sent me a brand new one. Boy, let me tell you. So hold on, hold what's on. Up, so up? you were getting texts. You were getting texts and calls all of a sudden after you got the new phone inside the bag. Inside the saying. bag, right. Inside mm -hmm. the bag. But now with this, with this new bag you sent me, I'm putting it in right now. It fits like a glove, and and I have, I have my um, my case in it, which is my, my case is an extra battery pack, so it's a big, it's a big case to an already big phone. You see it, you see the, the big the 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 bump right here, and I, I put it in there. I won't get anything, man. I won't get anything. So it's it's perfect, man. You you can, if if you're the type that has to sleep with your phone, which you shouldn't do, put it in this bag, leave it to the side. And you'll be safe because nothing, nothing, nothing happens unless you take it out. Uh, it's a beautiful bag, too. And I, I appreciate you, Matty. You, you can clarify for all the people. You can give them all whatever you want to tell them about this bag. But uh, it's fantastic. I recommend. I recommend as gifts. I recommend for yourself. And get more than one just in case you lose it. Like me. I lose everything. But I haven't lost this one yet. So great. Go ahead, Matty. So the bags are made out of a, a woven silver fabric. And the silver fabric is unique because it can disrupt the signal. Um, it basically blocks the signal from the phone, right? And what I had made is a bag out of this one layer of this silver fabric. And actually I came out with this company a couple years ago and it's, it's an EMF clothing, um, EMF protective clothing line called Sparrow, S-P-E-R-O. Check us out at sparrowgear.com. It's mm -hmm. sparrowgear on Instagram, please. And what I use is the silver to make beanies and hoodies and stuff and baby blankets now and stuff. But the bags were the first thing that I created. So I made, here's a yellow one of the single layers of the single layer. Right. So it's one layer of silver and you put your phone inside and it doesn't work. And I've been selling them all over the world. Okay. And they work just fine. Then come spring 2020. Right. All of a sudden, people are hitting me up, Matt, your phone bags don't work. And I said, what do you mean? I didn't know that. I, you know, they're silver and they work all over the world. People start hitting me up. Hey, I got the, a new iPhone. Hey, I got this. Right. Hey, I'm in, I'm in um, Flint, Michigan. Um, also, uh, Savannah, Georgia. 
also L.A., also uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And I'm like, oh, man, what is going on? So I contact my supplier and I make double layered silver bags, foam bags. And I discontinued the old ones. Stop, stop selling them. I still got some. If anybody wants a bag that doesn't work. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, hey, it's a collector's item. Matt, Matt will sign it for, for you. For real. Go ahead. Maybe I'll make a wallpaper out of them or something. <laughs> so, so now I've got a bunch of double layer bags in eight colors and also waterproof. I think I might have sent you the waterproof one. I'm not sure. Really? So either way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put uh, this to the is test it soft? soon. Is it soft or is it like a waterproof material? I mean, it's it's soft to me. It could be waterproof. I'm not sure. Don't worry about it. I'll tell you when there's, I go to Florida. There's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a <laughs> microfiber and there's waterproof, whatever. So they're both black. So either way, um, once I got these double layer bags, I hit up all those people, Flint, Michigan, Fort Lauderdale, everywhere. And I said, hey, let me send you a double layer bag. Send them a double layer bag. And they're like, Matt, thank you so much. It works. Yeah. People are excited because they don't want to be tracked. They don't want to be COVID track and trace. They don't want radiation all the time. They want to go out to dinner, slip it in, do it at bedtime, whatever. You're going to school, plop it in there. People ask me, what's the difference between turning off your phone or putting it on airplane mode? Not everything is really off when those things are off. Nothing you think is off. it is, right. but you know, yeah, nothing's off. And they'll tell you, they'll be like, yeah, actually we put COVID tracing on your phone and it's never off. And you don't, you don't even have to approve it being on your phone now. They just put it it's on. It's just there, yeah. So, so. I was like, well, that was interesting. Um, I'm glad that I've, I've got the double layer bags and I'm not just um, a fraud or nothing because I was worried about what the heck was happening, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't even know if the double layer bags were going to work at the time. I was just figuring it out as I went. But now I'm very proud of these double layer bags. Well, as time went on, one of my friends hit me up from D.C., one of my old buddies. And he goes, hey, Matt, you know, I've heard you around saying that COVID ain't real. And I just want to let you know I got COVID. And I was like, yeah, well, I'm not saying it's not real. I don't know everything. I'm just keeping an open mind. And definitely it seems like we've lost a lot of our freedoms for what I see as no reason. And definitely, you know, the flu, the flu is gone and those numbers are uh, through the roof. And it seems like a new world order takeover, whatever. And he's like, I, I feel you, Matt, but I got COVID, bro. And I'm like, okay, well, tell me about it. He's like, well, it was really weird. It wasn't like any other flu I'd ever had or any other symptoms. I didn't get a fever. I didn't throw up. I got really dizzy. I got this brain fog mm. and I couldn't go to work, couldn't go to work for like a week. And I was like, what else? And he goes, well, I lost my sense of taste. Ugh. I was like, wow, I've heard about that. I've heard yeah. about that. That's really weird. I was like, how are you doing now? He's like, I fully recovered. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, do you mind my ask what kind of do you mind if I ask what kind of phone you have? It's like, well, I had the Android, but me and my wife, we just switched over to the iPhone, the new iPhone, actually. And I was like, well, when did you get sick? He goes, right when I got the new iPhone. And I was like, well, would you consider the fact that maybe you got radiation poisoning? And he's like, well, why would you say that? And I go, well, symptoms of radiation poisoning are brain fog and loss of taste, okay? Mm. And if you're being radiated by your phone being on a new bandwidth, you know, because they're rolling out 5G and they're putting their phones on a new bandwidth, a totally new bandwidth than they were before, especially Verizon, especially iPhones. Even my friend with the iPhone 8, all of a sudden it was blasting in LA and the single layer pouch wasn't working. And LA is a hotspot, double layer pouch works. So these phones are emitting so much radiation that they are piercing a silver layer bag that was designed for it to not be pierced, and it never was pierced before. Right. And mind you, they're not being penetrated 
in any of Europe, New Zealand, Australia. I'm selling these bags all over the world. And the single layer bags, I haven't had a single complaint anywhere but the US. Right, just, wow. just, worth note, just worth noting. So I'm starting to think, well, okay, if you were radiated by your phone, my friend, back in DC, and what would happen was is your body would just adjust to the radiation because our bodies can adjust. That's how we're able to be around so much radiation right now. You know, our Wi-Fi and the cell towers and all this whatnot. So I think there's a possibility that the world industrial complex, the they, you know, that they knew that there was going to be some fallout from rolling out this 5G and they were going to slowly turn up the bandwidth on all these phones so that they can be on this high-speed network, whatever. And they're going to still keep putting in an infrastructure and people may show symptoms, those canaries in the coal mine. Well, they don't, canaries in the coal mine, you know. They don't want us to realize that the symptoms are coming from the towers and to bring it to court and have them dismantled or the 5G to stop or whatever because this 5G rollout is very important to the new world order. They want to Supposedly, this agenda 2030, they want to push us into mega cities and control us, and they'll have the, the self-driving cars, and just watch the movie um, Sylvester Stallone and Sandra Bullock, Demolition Man. I think it's 1990. Mm. Bro, they have, they have an AI that every time Sylvester Stallone curses, it prints him a ticket, no matter where he's at. It just prints him a ticket. He ends up using it as toilet paper because he can't figure out how to use the toilets, but it's really funny. And then when he goes to try to um, be intimate with Sandra Bullock, She's like, no, 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 six feet, six feet. And they, they have sex uh, without touching. They put these things on their head. So it's, it, and they have self-driving cars and everything. But, it's, but that dystopia could only exist with a, with a 5G Damn, network. That would really suck. I don't want to live in that so my, So my hypothesis slash conclusion is as they rolled out this new bandwidth, and once you learn about 5G, like these phones couldn't even be on the old frequency. They have to all be on a different new bandwidth that can operate on this new frequency that's completely, completely new and a lot more radiation. I think a lot of people were getting radiation sickness, and they would go into the hospital. They'd get tested with this kind of bunk test that we know that we're now learning that these tests might be kind of bunk or whatever, and they were at a lot of cases were coming up COVID. Now, was there a virus going around that was also wreaking havoc and whatnot? I don't know, maybe. But I do think that the smoke screen for the rollout of 5G was and is still an ongoing this COVID thing. And, and as they bump the bandwidth up and people show some more weird symptoms or whatever, and then they get over it, I think that a lot of those cases are not COVID and a lot of those cases are literally radiation sickness, 5G. And what was really fascinating before I pass the mic is right when all of this happened, right when COVID came to the US and Europe, there was a PSYOP, bro. There was a mind control propaganda machine viral notion that COVID was 5G, that 5G was COVID. I remember and that. It was and it was like, how could the conspiracy theorists think that this was true? But it was viral. So everybody heard that the truthers thought that COVID was 5G and 5G was COVID. And how could they? They're so dumb. And then, which I also think was a false flag psyop, 77 5G towers, I believe is the number. I might be wrong. But a, very, a lot, like around 77, I think it was like this epic number like that, were destroyed. Cell towers were destroyed in the UK. And then they say it was because of the crazy 
conspiracy theorists had now turned into domestic terrorists and they were attacking these 5G towers. Honestly, I don't know any truthers that have the balls to do anything like that. Most of them are like moms and like open-minded, nice people. And I've never heard of anybody attacking a cell tower. Even that thing in Nashville, I swear, was, was feds. And I think what they want is to dismantle us from like uh, getting the truth and wrapping our heads around it and coming together around it. But also the name of the game is psychological warfare to get our peers to turn on us. So now if we come and say, oh, actually, I think the new 5G phones are, you know, cranking out this radiation. It's piercing my old bags and I had to make double layer bags and there's so much radiation, like 100 times more radiation coming off these phones might be what made you sick. The the psychology, the, the people, the, the normal people out there, normal mask wearing people, they've already heard that there was this crazy conspiracy theory and the conspiracy theorists actually resorted to domestic terrorism and burned down 77 towers in UK and that, you know, there's no way that they could possibly listen to what I have to say. But the, what the PSYOP was is that, that the towers were turned on in Wuhan and people were dropping dead. It's not like that. The towers aren't even the ones emitting as much radiation as your actual phone because in this 5G internet of things, everything is blasting like a cell tower, including your phone. There's no way they can push a signal around that's measured in millimeters. It's a very small signal. It can only get pushed like 500 feet, so it needs this relay all the way down. It needs your phone to push the signal, and so now your phone isn't just doing the radiation of your data. Your phone is pushing everybody's information around that's all around you in this Internet of Things web when the 5G is really rolled out. So so if that makes sense, much love you for letting me get that out. No, absolutely. It makes it makes sense to me. I have to ask you a few questions, though. My perspective is a little bit different and I, I want to know where you're coming from with some of this stuff. Right. So. Um, radiation uh, poisoning is a thing. Radiation sickness is a thing. This is not debatable. This is a thing. There's a, there's a thing called uh, radiation sensitivity for some people that I know. Um, oh, now I'm drawing a blank on her name. Oh, God, I hate it when that happens. Anyway, um, she's been on this show several times and she lives outside of the city. Janice Barcelo. Boom. Uh, she uh, she lives outside of the city. She lives in Long Island because of her sensitivity to radiation. Right. Um, I, I'm actually supposed to go out there at some point, man. And I haven't done that. So I, I need to, but, uh, so, so that is, that is certainly a thing, but, um, I, I, I feel, and I, I can't say that I know Maddie, right. I just can't because I'm not a virologist. I'm not any of these things. I feel that there's a virus going around, right? I've seen it. You know, I've seen people get sick. I've known some people that a lot of my friends have gotten sick by this thing. And, um, people have died, you know, not, not people that I know, uh, that, that are, close to me, but people that I know, people that I have known that have passed away. Of course, they've been older. You know, I, I haven't seen any anybody young, uh, 50 below that has passed from this. You know, but I know many people that have had it, right? And they go get tested, right? And it shows up, right, um, in their body. So, I mean, I, I, I think in order for something to show up in one of these tests, there needs to be something in your body, right? There's a big misconception about the PCR test saying it's, it's not, it's not supposed to diagnose sickness, sickness. It's, it's not, but it's supposed to pick out genetic material from something that's in your body. And that's what it does. Right. And it amplifies it a ton of times. Like it's like 
taking a microscope to this to this uh to this uh piece of of DNA and RNA and it blows it up and then you know what it is right um so that's what that does but regardless they have uh, the 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 more involved exams that actually come up with stuff about the severity of this thing that I think it's I I, th- I don't think it's as severe as they told us initially I remember we saw people dropping dead in China you know, walking around, I mean, just doing the Wuhan shuffle. I remember that's what they were calling it because they would just do a shuffle, fall dead, boom, done, bleeding from the mouth, incredible. We never saw that here. You know, I don't know if that was propaganda. I don't know if it was a different strain that was going on over there. I have no idea, right? Um, there's that. So I want you to take that into consideration and tell me what you think about that because both of these things can exist. The virus can mm-hmm. exist. Exactly. And radiation poisoning can exist. And that's probably where we're at, to be honest with you. This isn't a good deal, right? I understand that uh, while I am attached to this thing for many, many very different reasons, and that's my phone, I understand that it's a bad thing, right? Or the radiation coming from this computer right now. None of this, this isn't natural, what we're doing. It's not, it's not the natural state of, of a human to live in. So therefore, it is not good. If it is not natural, it is not good. That's the way I look at things. It's like a Rastafarian type of, of looking, uh, a way of looking at things. If, if it's not natural, odds are it's not for us. You know, even though it may present some benefits in the short term, but in the long term, it's something else. And if you disagree with me, Maddie, feel, feel free to just disagree with me. I'm cool. Um, now, as far as virus isolation, I, 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 I've seen all these papers, scientific papers, that they've isolated this thing several times they've isolated it from urine they've isolated it in in animals they've isolated it in feces they've i mean you name it they've isolated this thing so i mean you tell me why you think the virus hasn't been isolated and uh, and and i know you already alluded to maybe it does maybe it doesn't about the virus existing but just give me a little bit more on that go ahead man well, um, I don't know if the virus has been isolated. I just know that it's not in the vaccine, right? And well, you're it, right about that, right? If, That's all new technology. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Right. So then that makes me think, like, what, what's the game? What's the game? How come they wouldn't have a normal vaccine for this? Why they got to alter the DNA, alter the mRNA, have people lining up? The, okay, so what do I think? I think there's a lot going on at once, right. for sure. Mm-hmm. I think they're rolling out 5G. I think they're not giving anybody the flu anymore that's out the door so flu is gone and was there another virus probably bro like the zika the other sars things all these other weird things that ever happened like they probably existed but they didn't do that much harm you know what i'm saying they they came out with this nalid or nailed or whatever they were spraying miami at the ground level for these mosquitoes because of the zika scare and this this pesticide is toxic. It was causing instant retardation in people Jesus that were Christ. susceptible. They're spraying the streets of Miami. It was a huge fuss and releasing GMO mosquitoes to fight the other GMO mosquitoes and blah, 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 blah. All these things are an agenda. So was there uh, a COVID uh, actual, like COVID stands for coronavirus disease of 2019, right. and that stands for the common cold of 2019. Like, was there a crazy cold that year that people got sick? Probably. Like, I'm not saying that there wasn't. I'm just saying that there's a big smoke screen and this all this mask nonsense. And and now we've got I mean, this is global, global lockdown, global like I mean, the just just the trans agenda 
in all of this. So you take all the kids, you take away their sports. There's no driving the, all this whole generation. You suck the sports out of everybody. You put masks on them, and you have them hand sanitizing all day long with chemicals that are known, like triclosan. Right, Dude, right. I could do a whole show. I could do a whole show on this triclosan. Let's. It disrupts disrupts all of your. It's in a lot of stuff, but it's especially in these hand sanitizers. And you can see on some of these hand sanitizers, it says triclosan free. T-R-I-C-L-O-S-A-N, triclosan-free. And that's saying we don't have this hormone disrupting poison, but this stuff, it disrupts your endocrine hormonal system. So so if you're a kid and you're putting this stuff on you and then you've got these, this new administration talking about, you know, you can't decide the sex of your kid and all this stuff and they took the sports away. It's an attack on a generation they are socially engineering a whole generation to not want social interaction, to be better off in a VR world, right? If you take away a child and say that they can't interact with their friends, but then you give them these video games like Roblox and all these VR platforms and tell them that they can interact with their friends that way, okay? What do you think is going to happen to this next generation? It's They're going to be a dystopian, I mean like, they do it one generation at a time, and it's like a slow process. What are they doing? We're not going to know exactly what they're doing until it's unraveled right before us. You know, I know one of the most dystopian places right now is California. Yeah. They're trying to get rid of the governor, recall him, but I don't see that necessarily happening. His name is Governor Newsom. Yeah. Newsom, when he came into office, he said, vote for me. I will, I will ensure that we have medical vaccine exemptions, meaning if you've gotten a vaccine and it caused harm, you won't have to get a vaccine again because it could kill you. Right when he came in, he did the opposite and he just flipped the script. We had a huge protest. He's been pretty evil the whole way through. And now there's these new COVID vaccines for the kids and all the schools in California. I mean, you're talking millions of kids and they're all under the same umbrella of wearing masks, of being on the internet at home. These kids are being I mean, these kids that only had very minimal screen time are now in front of the computer all the time. I mean, I do. I personally, I've got wired, wired internet. This is how I do my things. I don't, I don't do radiation. That's the best way okay? to do it, right? Yeah, and it's not that hard if you call them up. I mean, you might not be able to take your internet into the toilet or whatever, but it's <laughs> like you can, you can get on, you can do your thing and not get radiated. Right. It, it's, it's real. And I mean, I started having tinglings in my hands. I've got texting gloves now. So I've got silver texting gloves that are pretty cool. Oh, if you're into those, I, we have, I know it gets cold there. I know you guys are warming up, but the texting gloves are really popular in these cold cities like Chicago and whatnot. Cool. But overall, yo, I don't know, man. Right, right. I'm an activist. I wear many hats. I can talk about fluoride. I can talk about uh, chemtrails and GMOs and a lot of things. But as far as this virology thing, right. I've been bombarded with books saying viruses are not real. But guess what? They were written this last year and they're bestsellers. It's like I got to see the writing on the wall there. Right. You know, it's like people are flooding the, the, I guess, the Internet now that we can't even go to the libraries. What's really crazy to me Libraries are being shut, bookstores are being shut, and the entire channel of information, like how we get information, not just it's not just like a book burning, but it's this, it's it's literally the flow of information is being is being cornered into 
where the children can only see what's given to them by Google. And Google's become so upside down and shifted, I can't even find the same things that I was able to find on there a couple years ago. So the, it's, a, it's an attack on a generation. And it's, it's, it's a lot at once, man. It's this trans thing. It's, it's basically, what they want to do is, is create a new, it seems like they want to create this next wave of, of humans to be very freaking docile, bro, and to have them happy with, a, like, I've seen this Agenda 2050, which I never believed in all this stuff because I was like, how could they possibly pull it off? But now I see they're, they're really trying really hard because everyone's at home now being propagandized. And if you cover your mouth, you're not going to be able to go out there and speak truth. Like, imagine how things were 30 years ago. Go to a coffee shop, shoot the shit with your friend, talk some truth, spread the word. You know, maybe someone makes a, a printed magazine of some truth. And there's all these different information resources, different sources of information, flows of information, access to information that this little family bookstore, this and that. All of that has been compartmentalized until into this little flow where they're convincing parents that they can't choose the sex of their child. They're telling children that if they want to get on like literal pills to, to make them androgynous, they can do that at a very young age. And they're, it's all just about pacification, you know? It's about control at the end of the day. And it might have to be, it might have a lot to be, like, it, I think it's, it, it has a lot to do with, like, spirituality and really, like, a battle between good and evil and all these things. And the, the beings behind, the people, the evil people behind the scene pulling the strings, they're trying to create an outcome that they don't even understand, Yeah. right? They, they have no idea what they're really doing. They're just order followers themselves. Yeah. Even these like New World Order Illuminati assholes, they're order followers. And at the end, what they want to create is a society that's so afraid of everyone else that they stay inside and their avatar goes out in the world and does their things. And they stay in this Ooh. virtual world world the whole time i've seen it oh agenda God. 2050 that, 2050 wow. that's what they want man. but in the interim we've got a lot a lot of weird stuff man like this bitcoin i've been really looking into bitcoin let me just throw this into another world really quick <laughs> brother brother like check this out yeah. bitcoin there's thousands and thousands and thousands now of random bitcoins right. of random uh crypt cryptocurrencies some of them are coming out and they go from fractions of a penny to hundreds of dollars, literally exponential gains. Yeah. Some of them are coming out and they have no human behind them. It's like AI software. Right. And right now there's computers getting rich. I'm talking wealthy rich. Yeah. AI robots with no humans involved, they're getting rich from this, right? And when it gets to the point, so let's just break it down really quick. Bitcoin, which is really fascinating, the first Bitcoin to be mined, it's, it's all just computation time. So a very small computer could mine the first Bitcoin, and it was just a, a simple equation. So the first Bitcoin was mined with an equation like one plus one equals two. Then the next Bitcoin mined gets way harder because the, the algorithm gets way more fierce. In each one, it's even more complicated. So Bitcoin number two was like, what's nine times nine? Bitcoin number three was like some complex algorithm that a computer had to be like two computers put together to figure out become bitcoin number four this is still back in the day when it was like pennies bitcoin number four became this even more complex algebraic formula that maybe a human 
couldn't even do on his own, like mm-hmm. even Einstein, whatever, even though Einstein might have been controlled, who cares? So then, <laughs> like, I can't say anything nowadays, right? <laughs> so then, then we're, we're now at a point to mine a Bitcoin. It takes a huge warehouse of computers running all day long, enough computing processing energy that it would be like the equivalent to running a TV in your house for over a year. Okay, so every Bitcoin runs all this energy and they've got these factories in China where 75% of the Bitcoins are quote unquote mined. This is all virtual stuff. But the way it is to mine a Bitcoin is it takes computing processing time and energy. Okay, well, as the Bitcoin goes up, people are getting richer and richer, but literally there's this, it's the most ungreen thing you could possibly imagine. Mm. But it's giving this, this, crazy craze to this crypto revolution. So I came across a patent the other day. Someone sent me a patent from Google one year ago. And it's connecting biometrics to crypto. And it's a patent that will monitor a person and give them a portion of a cryptocurrency based on their actions. Mm. So for a motion that a person does, and it starts to get really dystopian and really complicated and really weird. And you're like, wait, if it takes all of this energy to mine a Bitcoin and now they want to somehow incorporate the human, which will end up being transhuman, mind you. Okay, They want people to become part robotic in the near future. I've been watching this company, Eyes, ticker E-Y-E-S. I've mm. been watching it for a decade and they just got FDA approval for a prosthetic eye, brother. So people are going to be robot eyed. And it's just going to get a little slippery slope the more we go into lockdowns and the more that people are behind closed doors becoming robots, like literally, you know, and you got Elon Musk, Elon Musk and Neuralink, and he's getting all popularized because he's what the richest guy on earth now. And he's got a child now with this Grimes who Grimes sold her soul on the internet or as an art exposition. She sold her soul. Elon Musk's wife sold her soul for like a million or two, $10 million. And they have a child whose name is unknown variable AI archangel, this child, okay? So he owns Neuralink. He's in Silicon Valley in in California. California's going totally dystopia, and we've got this Agenda 2050, like kind of let's put the pieces together. California looks like it's going in a very, very weird direction, and it's with the children. It, like, it doesn't matter if there's a virus or they're not a virus or if it came out of a lab in Wuhan or if it's the cold last year or if it's kind of dangerous or not or whatever. The fact is, is that it has not wreaked this havoc on, on our population like we thought. People are not dropping dead. And right. therefore, it does, it's not justified to take away my right to breathe and to close all the small businesses in my town because of the economy falling apart. We're going into a deep, deep recession because of this, and we don't have to, you know. And now it's kind of on the way out, and, and what's going to happen? There's going to be a new variant from Brazil, and we're going to start this all over. And, and at the end of the day, I'm just worried about th- this next generation, that we, that like, we're being pacified, and we're being basically turned into, like, this, this like, oh, I'll wait for my next check, and oh, you know, like, th- it's, a, it's a big sh- stranglehold on the, all of humanity. You know, never have we seen something like this on a global level, but we need to kind of snap out of it and really think about the children. I know it's, it's impacts us and I know it's, it's, and I, and listen, I, I've been through it and a lot of people are going through it and, and please, if you have a, 
a single mom on your block or like, have you talked to your neighbors? How are they doing? You know, are people struggling out there? Can you help? Can you babysit? Can you do something? Because we really need to come together as a tribe and a community and being six feet apart and not talking about this and becoming so afraid of one another that we lose our humanity. That's, that's exactly where they want us and where we need to not go. You know what I'm saying? Wow, man. So much of what you just said, right? And the thing is, it all leads down to to the AI, right? To the technocracy. They're spying on you. Not only are they spying on you, but we're all about to become cyborgs, right? And um, beyond that, any humans... See, I think there's going to be a merger at some point, right? We're going to replace body parts. We're going to replace eyes. We're going to replace hands. It's already happening. But I think it's going to just, you know continue as the norm rather than an anomaly or something that we see in the news and we're like oh my gosh look what they were able to do now people are going to be like yeah i'm going to go get my new eye installed today you know? mm-hmm. and and there's a lot of benefits to that but when do we draw the line between humanity and and a cyborg right that's not a human anymore so we've crossed the line where, where is that line first off we need to identify that line second do we want to cross it how beneficial is it to cross? And you spoke about the kids. Our generation will fight back. Our kids, they'll probably fight back a little something, a little something, not as much as us. But their kids will be fully incorporated into the system. They're waiting us out. They're waiting us out. You know, you, I don't know about, well, you've lived in a lot of places, so maybe you're very familiar with what I'm about to say. But here in New York, there are people that live in rent-controlled um apartments and they're paying dirt cheap money for five bedroom apartments that are huge you don't find those places in new york anymore and if you do they're in the millions of dollars right so they're trying to get these people to to leave and they won't they won't you know they're like we'll give you fifty thousand dollars no we're not even 50 we'll give you a hundred thousand and you can leave and, and we'll pay for this and we'll get you an apartment all this other stuff just leave so we can take over the apartment and uh, maybe make three apartments out of it and sell them or rent them and make a ton of money. This is what they want to do. And a lot of people fight back. Some people, of course, inevitably take the money, but a lot of people fight back. Like, no, we're not doing it. So what do they do? They wait them out. When they die, it's a wrap. So that's what they're doing to us. They're waiting us out. They're waiting our generation out. Even though they're trying to incorporate a lot of us and they've been very successful at it, I I should say. you know. But we're never going to fully cross that line. Not this generation, anyway. Not all of us. There'll be a fair amount of us that'll say, wait a minute, because we know what it's like. You know, we know what it's like to be without these things. You know, we, we, we experienced that, wor- that, that world. We may be the last generation to have done so. To, to be in both, have uh, our legs in both, both sides, two, uh, one foot in one side, one foot on the other. We knew what it was like before and we know what it's like now. But our kids, they'll have a vague recollection. And their kids... They're not going to know the difference. So that, that's, where, <laughs> that's where information is key. You know, and, and this may be the ultimate end of, the, end of the, the game here, what happens to us and what we end up becoming. Right? Just saying. Look, I just went on Drudge Report real quick. Just to let you know, you talked about Governor, uh, who, what's his name? Newsom? Newsom. Yeah, Newsom. Governor Newsom in, in California. Caitlyn Jenner, uh, who is uh, officially Bruce Jenner. Uh, is now officially Caitlyn, Caitlyn Jenner is uh, exploring to run for California governor. So that's who you got coming up uh, for, for the next uh, governor of California is Caitlyn Jenner. 
Then we have uh, your smart home. Of course, as soon as I say that, it goes away. Your smart home is watching and possibly sharing your data with police. This is Drudge Report right now. This is the mainstream news, okay? Uh, what do we got? There's another one here. Oh, Army incorporates facial recognition for base access. All I did was look up the Drudge Report. These are the, the first three headlines, okay? You can go check it out. This is where we're heading. So we have an issue. We need to figure out that we have an issue and deal with it accordingly. Are we ever going to go back to the way things were? No. But maybe we can establish a line, a, a, a balance in which we can still preserve our humanity and um, not completely push all of this aside. Do you resonate with what I'm saying? If you don't, that's fine, Maddie. Go ahead, sir. Oh, you know I do, brother, and I love you. Um, so, firstly, um, the idea of putting in different robotic parts and whatnot, that will come when fertility starts to really drop off, I feel. You ask where to draw the line, right. you know, where can we draw the line? I feel it's at the transfer of consciousness. You were born into this body, Okay, sure. You want to give it an upgrade. You want a bionic eye. You want Internet of Things, whatever. You want, you know, um, real time. This I don't know what you want. But when it starts to come to, oh, this this vessel is breaking down too much. I want to transfer my consciousness mm. into a new vessel. That's when, and I will see this in our lifetime because oh, yeah. these these Deepak Deepak Chakra says he wants to do it. He already digitized his personality. I saw that on the web the other day it blew my mind and so that's that i think that's where you draw the line and and we'll see it and unfortunately i think we'll see it and we we'll have to be there then well we'll see and, something we'll, we'll see something let me circle back to that go ahead finish your point yeah and um what you said about the next generation and the next generation and how they're playing the long game they've been doing it for years and they're continue continuing to do it and what they want to do is bring a social credit system right. to the United States. We would fight that shit tooth and nail right now. So it's a slow and steady social engineering, cultural mm. engineering campaign. Exactly. And it began last year when they started telling people to police one another, police one another regarding six feet, police one another regarding masks. And soon it'll be policing one another to see if you've got your vaccine certificate to see if you can get inside the grocery store or whatever and what oh, have man. you. But guess what? Yes, that this next generation of uh, people who are getting DNA altered, maybe they won't be able to have kids. Maybe their kids will be infertile. I think that these people that are getting DNA alteration vaccines, I think when it comes time for them to have kids, that they might be able to have kids. But I don't think that those kids that are born will be able to procreate, especially as they're born into a 5G environment. And then they're going to really be able to push this transfer your consciousness over, live forever to save humanity, blah, blah, blah. But, and then I'll pass the mic to you. There is two things happening. They're shooting themselves in the foot and they're creating a total uh, species of brainwashed idiot humans. The shooting themselves in the foot is where I thrive. <laughs> right now, there are children, and I've seen some of these children, and their eyes are so bright, bro. They're, they're living on Earth during these times with woke-ass parents, bro. And their parents are telling them, nope, nope, nope. No. And the kids are like, really? This is true. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> and they're, they are, their eyes are glowing with truth. 
they're not limiting the oxygen coming into their bodies by, I mean, this is like a terraforming almost, like they're terraforming the human so it doesn't need as much oxygen to breathe or something like that. It's really scientific. It's really like a sci-fi movie. But check it out. These kids coming in right now, being raised in this environment, they are going to be badass spiritual warriors, bro. So I'm going to give you this metaphor oh, of the of butterfly, if I haven't done this already. The monarch butterfly, bro. The monarch butterfly, here's what it does. It wakes up in the Yucatan Peninsula, surrounded by all its brothers and sisters, its entire species. They all come out of their cocoons, and they eat this milkweed that's like blooming then. And they fly north. It's just what they do. It's ingrained in them. They just know they got to start flying north. They get like a thousand miles north and they mate and lay their eggs and the next generation it's born and it eats some more milkweed and it flies north and it gets to like Colorado and they keep doing this. They do the cycle of, of death and rebirth and they're born. The milkweed's blooming. They eat it and they fly another thousand miles north. It takes four generations of the species four generations of the species to wake up in Canada, bro. They wake up in Canada. They eat their milkweed. And they're like, now what? Like, well, we got to go to the Yucatan, all of us now, or the species is lost forever. So they all go from Canada all the way to Mexico in one fucking generation. Pardon my French. No, one good. generation. And if they don't make it over all those highways and cities and mountains and all this stuff and storms and everything, these butterflies... If they don't make it to the Yucatan and repeat the cycle, the, gener the, the entire species is lost if that generation fails. So I see this as a metaphor for humanity. And it's not that we are waking up in Canada, bro. We're <laughs> not. We have, we're waking up like 3,000 miles away. We got to get to Canada. And we have to keep that torch alive and set the stage for the next generation so that they can do the damn thing. And they're gonna do it, it's gonna be amazing. Have you seen the movie Cloud Atlas? I know I've brought this up before. Have it's you seen dope. the movie? Yeah, I've seen it, yeah, it's fantastic. It's amazing. But in Cloud Atlas, there's a dystopian future, hundreds of years from now, and everybody's, they're in mega cities, they're part robot, they don't give a shit, they're total brainwashed slaves. But there is a spiritual awakening that's triggered in a robot because it's it's seen the truth and it starts to have its its awakening and then the powers that be try to quell it and there's no quelling the, the ascension of humanity no matter what you do you try to stifle it and it'll just happen in a literal robot i don't i don't care god has a plan it's gonna happen no matter what so you're very well said brother very it gave me a bit of hope right like I, I, I always say what we need to do is, is solidify the base, right? That, that's our role. We're not going to see victory in our lifetime. We need to uh, prep our children in order to, to fight this thing. And that's pretty much what you just said, but you just got uh, uh, very specific about it, which was very dope. Very good. Very good, man. Um, uh, to add to that, two things. Um, now that you brought up Cloud Atlas, I, I need to see it again. And when I see it again, we should review it. You should come on and we'll talk about it because that's a dope movie to watch. Uh, Ready Player One is another one that 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 I mentioned often, and I didn't even want to see that movie. My my kid dragged me out to see it, and uh, it was fantastic. If you haven't seen it, go ahead and see it. But it's a it's a peek into the future of how we're going to live, um, and there's a whole Freemasonic ritual uh, encoded in it. By the way, one hundred percent. So go ahead and watch. Um, shouts to uh, Robert Sullivan. Uh, I got to get him back on the fringe. But anyway, um. About the uh, about um consciousness transfer, and then we'll get the hell up out of here, right? They're gonna do it. We're gonna see it, but what are they actually going to do? 
Here's what I think they're going to do. First off, they don't, under, they don't even understand what consciousness is. So how the hell are they going to be able to harness this that they don't even understand? First off, right? They're going to do something. We're going to see um, people that resemble the people that we lost. And they act like the people that we lost. And they talk like the people that we lost. And they even think like the people that we lost. Right? We're going we're gonna to see that. We're going to see that. But is that person the person that you lost? I don't, I don't think so. I don't see how they transfer consciousness over. I could be very wrong, Matt. But I think they'll transfer personality traits. I think they'll transfer artificial feelings and how the person moved and all of this stuff and how the person lived their life and it'll be very similar but is it that person i don't know i i, I personally won't subscribe to it I, i'll need to see a lot more to know to feel i don't know what would make me think that that's that person because we don't understand how we even channel our consciousness we don't understand where it comes from we don't know a damn thing we have a lot of belief about it but we don't know a damn thing about where it comes from so good luck to all of you that want to transfer your freaking consciousness into another vessel. You know, I, if I can't be me, I'm good. I'll just check right out. Thank you very much. I'll go on to the other, uh, the other world and, uh, and maybe I'll come back reincarnated as a tiger or a panda. Yeah, I think I'd want to be a panda. It's the infinite fringe, ladies and gentlemen. I am that panda Billy Ray Valentine. This dude right here is Matt Landman. Listen, if you have anything to say about what I just said, go ahead. But uh, make sure you plug everything before we get up out of here. Go ahead, man. Thank you. And, and I love that you won't be subscribing to any of that. It's, it's, a, it's a weird dystopia and a science fiction, you know, reality. But in the end, I know that God's plan will come to fruition, whether they, you know, think they can fight it Agreed. or not. Yeah. And, and thank you for, for being you whether or not you're coming back as a panda or not, I'll, I'll appreciate you <laughs> while you're here, brother. You, and, um, and you know, we can't fear death. It's, no. all, the, it's all fear game, yeah. right? They want us to be afraid of the unknown, and that's how we get played. So please, everyone, uh, really nice being on the show, and I love connecting with um, everyone out in the world. If you ever want to um, link up or, or anything, please check out my website, Actual Activists. Com. Really proud of the revamp on there. This will soon end up being a social media platform. But if you go on there and click the health section or the 5G, it's a one-stop shop for activism. There's even a daily truth blog feature. It's amazing. And also, I've just recently launched Frankenskies2.com. Dope. Working on, a, working on a sequel on Frankenskies2.com. You can love it. You can upload pictures or clips of your gnarly chemtrail sky, which mm. is a cool feature. And um, Frankenskies 2, look out for the sequel. Frankenskies 2, climate chains. Not change, but shackles because of the Hegelian dialectic problem, reaction, solution. They're okay. actually convincing us that we need to dim our sun, which we do not. And please, if you haven't seen Frankenskies at frankenskies.com. Also, Sparrow Gear, S-P-E-R-O, because the word translates to hope, because we're trying to bring hope to the next generation through protective silver EMF protective clothing. Check us out, Sparrow Gear on Instagram. We do awesome giveaways. Matt Landman on YouTube, Matt Landman on Facebook. And much love to you, Billy Ray, for having me on continuously. And I hope to see you in person. Like, I think we can make it happen this year, bro. I yeah, think man. it's the time. It's the time to 
to honor our humanity and yeah. to come together and show the world that we're not just online because they want us to only be online. So we got to fight that. Right. And, and everyone out there, I want people to have a little hope. I know it's a weird world, but there's knowledge and there's power and there's wisdom. And we've got that. You know, we've got God on our side. We do. And just please try to honor the truth with integrity as you learn more, incorporate it into your life. And just don't look back. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Oh, man, thank you for coming on. It's always a blast. It's always a pleasure. The people always love hearing from you. So, you know, you have a open door policy here uh, beyond the murky waters of the infinite fringe. Hey, you know, uh, what we'll do is, uh, man, hopefully in 2021 we can make it happen. But I'd love to see the people and, and look at each other eye to eye and, uh, and shake hands, you know, and, and do the whole deal. Uh, because that's the way to do it. I'm I'm grateful for the internet because otherwise I wouldn't have met Maddie or anybody else, you know, or, or a lot of a lot of so many people that I've that I'm friends with, I should say, that I, I wouldn't have been friends with um, if it wasn't for this. But the the real way to do it is in person, so that's what we're going to do, ladies and gents. No matter what, at some point it will get done. It's the infinite fringe. You guys be good. Thank you for listening. Hey, uh, yesterday we hit one million downloads on the fringe. Thank you for everybody. I think I'm gonna do. A little one million download appreciation episode. Don't quote me now. See if I have time. <laughs> but I do appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Hold on. Do not hang up. It's the Infinite Fringe Aftermath.fm, ladies and gents, and everybody else. Take it easy. Be good. Don't burn the place down uh, while I'm gone. All right. Take it easy. Bye bye. Hold on for a second.